This is Alan. This is Brandon. And this is D6 Minutes, the Dice Over Everything podcast where we uh, choose a topic, roll a D6, and talk about that topic for whatever number's on the dice. So let's get into it. Let's see how many we go for. You got your dice ready? Nope. Do you? Uh-oh. All right. You talk about your idea, and I'll go grab a dice. Okay. So this is one I thought I was going to ask second, but lately I've been painting miniatures with color shift paint or iridescent paint. And I bought a pack of the Vallejo shifters. Uh, there was two colors in there I thought were cool, but then I got a whole bunch of others because that's they come in packs of six that I didn't really get to choose. Mm-hmm. So my, because th- they you can shift colors kind of going from yellows to reds, greens to purples. Mm-hmm. My question though is, what color, if you were going to paint something, what sort of shift do you think would be the coolest shift to get? Like what color to then what other can color? Can they literally shift from any color to an any other color? We're going to pretend that they can, and we'll see if it actually exists <laughs> later. But usually if you look straight on and the light reflects straight back at you, you get one mm-hmm. color. But then if you, the light comes in at like a really high angle, like it bounces off really flat, like the light, okay. it gives you the second color. What two colors do you think would be really cool to have combined like that? Uh, oh, this is a hard one. All right. Two minutes. Good. I don't want to talk about this too long. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, literally, I have not really seen that, even like seeing in, in, in person, that many color shift paints. Yeah, because I had uh, to on miniatures. Just to understand what was going to happen. So I'm going to go for a... I'm just going to guess here, uh, a dark purple or blue. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the fire. That's the, that's sure. the strong color. Sure. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and the other color is the one I really want that I was trying to find a pair of color is neon bright pink. Ooh, so the back color is pink. I think a lot of them more go towards violet, but the pink's probably a direction that could could look pink. I I I like the idea. I, my first thought was like black to pink. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that is as cool though as like a color to to pink. Sorry, black's not a color. It's not a choice. It's kind of a color. Oh, you can't do black. You can't go black to pink. No, that's the front facing color. Oh, how about the other way Maybe, around? Got to reflect a color back at you. Can it be pink, neon pink to black? It could probably go to something really dark, yeah. Okay, so that's the idea. Neon pink then, sure, to dark like, blue or dark purple. Uh, so not that far of a shift, okay. So, well, in terms, I, I have no idea about color shifts though, right? So I have no idea, like, does it does it not change in in like hue or, or, or brightness? Does it, or is it the like literally color, has to be the same? The color that's right? reflecting at more of a high angle rather than just reflecting straight back at you. Is obviously darker because it's just it's not reflected mirroring right back at you okay but how how much of a shift in terms of like brightness can it be but usually the second color is usually darker That's but okay. like can it be a lot darker basically i want that change for bright bright pink neon to pink dark to like a dark purple or something That's if that's doable that's cool probably possible cool anyways so that you've now taken up most of the time thinking about that. 
I found that having green shift towards copper is really cool so that you kind of uh-huh. have like the color that reflects right back at you is green. Mm-hmm. But then there's this sort of under color of like copper that you in the backdrop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of, it, yeah it it's, it's very nice. common also because of what is it, verdigris kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind with, of like, um, yeah. But the, but the verdigris on the front of it on the, on the top rather than in the mm-hmm. recesses. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like I'm a, just saying a, it's a cool color combination. It works well. On, I think it should work well on the color wheel too. It's a good color. Yeah. Green to orange is like pretty far across the color wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the background color of the metal makes it feel like it's very metally surface. So it makes sense. That's like one of your favorite color combinations that I think about it. Green and orange? Green, green to like, yeah, a coppery brownish orange, right? Because copper is brownish orange. Uh, okay, well, our time is up, but I will have you name the army that looks like that later. Anyhow. Uh-huh. Combined. All right. That's... Mm, I, I, yeah. You know, green, right. like, I don't know what colors you're saying. You just said the co- color name. It could be a different color you're thinking about. Yeah, right? I'm thinking more orange instead of red. Okay, anyhow. All right. All right. So, um, all right. My question is... Uh, so we talked before about how um, because of the quarantine, uh, we can't play any games. So I've been playing single-player games, but not games that are meant to be single-player. Uh, I've been thinking, I've, I basically played Blood, uh, Blood Bowl. Um, so my thought is, you know, it was pretty fun playing against myself. And I know people do this sometimes when they're trying to figure out rule sets. So my question is, what uh, game, miniature game, do you think you could play uh, single player that is actually two player? So you pay, or basically what the, what game can you play by playing both sides? And which, what, what, what would it be? Does that question make sense? Oh, I didn't write this sense. very well. Yeah, All right, two minutes. So, so my criteria would be some game where you're not trying to next level yourself. Because that yes. makes no sense at all. Like you can't have hidden hands or anything. Okay, like Malifaux you can't do. Yeah. For this game. So it's got to be something where everything is going on on the board. Uh-huh. Which I think something like Blood Bowl would be fun that way. Because you're not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no secret whatever stuff. There's, there's got to be a lot of randomness to the game too. Mm-hmm. Just so you're not oh my like, god, yeah. You're just more excited about the crap that happens, and you weren't necessarily determining. So I think Blood Bowl would fit that. Does fit All that right. pretty well. Yeah, that's my minute of the two. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess the other ones. I'm, I'm thinking like, technically, when you mentioned that way, right? No hidden stuff, just random, and like you can have fun just by the spectacle. Yep. Um. Forty k actually might be fun. That's like true. instead of going out for mm-hmm. to a bar, just just sit there, set up two giant two thousand point armies, just drink beer and just see who wins. Yeah, like we said before, the game kind of plays itself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once, once you put things on the table, the game is not super deep. So it's, it's you know you just go and play it, play it out, and see what happens. Take pictures and play it, play out the game. You totally yeah, could do it. The game would look cooler than Blood Bowl would look. So yeah, there you go. Blood Bowl is pretty cool and pretty fun. And it's like kind of random and stuff. And, and actually, Blood Bowl, I think, has more strategy than 40K, honestly. 
even though it's like randomness and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you can play ridiculous things just from the way i'm playing it when you start playing i guess maybe the stratagems but like i really think it's just that 40k is more complicated it's not more strategic yeah like if you memorized your your army sets in uh 40k i think it might be a simpler game if you if you knew all the rules okay all right so ding all right (laughs) two minutes Mm -hmm. i had to wait just a little bit longer to get that that second minute um Maybe, maybe we'll get a longer one for, for my topic. Shall I go for it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, on the note of a bigger topic, how big is the largest reasonable size for a miniature you're actually meant to play in a game? We already said this one before. Oh, we did? I'm pretty sure we've done this before. Oh, okay. Well, then, that'll have to go off, off the list. Or do you want to just do it again and just see what we think now? Hmm... No, I think we've done. No, I think we've done this. I think yeah. we know. So what no. was the answer again? It's like a. I don't know if we actually posed it this way. I think we posed it. How crazy can the miniature be? Not about the size. Okay, sure. So what what size are you basically saying? What size is too big for a miniature to play with? Yeah. All right, six minutes. This, this is the thing. This will be more in depth. I feel like. All right. We rolled low on I the other like one. We, we talked about this before, but what the heck? Yeah, I just rolled six minutes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this a bit. So I'm pretty sure we went through this before, but we'll rehash it if we haven't. Um, so people play with knights, right? Imperial yes. knights. Which is stupid. Which we have wow, six minutes. Just the words that are my, my, my. So I think it depends. I so think funny. a knight is cool uh if you have a really big board but i think we've talked about the fact that um big boards are stupid these days this this also ties into how big we've ta- also ties to what we've talked about before about what's too big for an army to bring mm-hmm. so but this comes yeah. down to single miniature out of your whole army for how ridiculous this should be allowed to get so here's the thing i think if you're playing an apocalypse game, like if you're playing on a four by six, having a knight as a centerpiece is cool, right? As the centerpiece of your army. That's, However, that's cool. I don't think you should be playing in general four by six games. You shouldn't be playing apocalypse. Apocalypse is just show off your big boys game. It's not. Hey, a- I said I've defended apocalypse, Warhammer apocalypse, many times. I think it's a great game. It's a way better way to play 40k. You can literally play it. Even with the new new size, like if you play 100 points, Apocalypse, great game. Your armies are the same size as in uh, Warhammer 40k, 9th edition. So at that scale, it's a little bit small for knights, though. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. I'm like, you, you need to make it like... 1500 like 150 points or basically like a 2000 whatever army you basically need to to fill up a decent size right because the scale has to match the rest of your army or i think we talked about i'm pretty sure we talked about this before because uh if you have specific you can have a couple ways to play something as big as a knight right um you can either have a game where uh, it's a centerpiece so it's like a special mission where it's like, oh, I can bring a knight because, you know, you're trying to, let's say you're trying to destroy the knight before it activates and starts doing things, right? Mm -hmm. Or it can be the all-out war, right? 
So we're where also- one side you have one or two knights or something like that, right? Or mm-hmm. or what do you call it? Just like you you know, like when you're watching certain movies where um one side like has I don't know like the super powerful monster and then the other side brings everyone else to fight that night. Yeah, that kind of way I think makes sense. However, could this be normal though? I don't think it's normal. I think it's a sometimes food. So yeah. this is one thing I think where we didn't really talk about it is that um, it's fine to have a night as long as it's a special occasion. Okay. Which means I think nights are too big, which I agree with you in general. Nights are too big for like, let's say the, the, the normal Saturday pub night. Mm-hmm. I think miniatures that are the size of nights are too big. Okay. So let's move down a notch. Let's go over to War Machine and their Colossals and Battle Engines. Uh, colossals are the size of knights. Knights are a bit taller, I thought, for the most I part. Can, I don't think uh, so. <laughs> okay, no, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the troll you have. Okay, that's one of the bigger ones. Is the troll? Oh, and they've got the dragon, which is also ridiculously large. Okay, yeah, with those giant wings and mm-hmm. playing it on a four by four table is ridiculous against such a small army. And all of these guys are way too big for how strong tough they are. They're yeah. actually way weaker than they actually look. Yeah, so now that we only have two minutes left on this, mm-hmm. I want to say that it comes down to an issue of transporting them. Because uh-huh. if you can't bring it to the store, mm-hmm. it's so stupid. <laughs> you can put it on your shelf, but if you can't legitimately like pack the thing in your army case, uh-huh. it doesn't belong in an army man game. Like uh-huh. that, okay. that then begs the question of what's like legitimate for an army bag. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're going to, because battle And if foam, they're made out of metal, they're so heavy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's even more ridiculous. But I would say that if you're going to have like anything that resembles a normal like battle foam bag, which is kind of a standard way to bring your models around. So what they, is that? 14 by 14 by not eight or 14 by nine by 12? Yeah, so basically- or is it 14 by 14 by 12? Something like that. Okay. But basically one of your layers of foam is going to have to be able to fit this monstrosity. Uh-huh. And I would say that if your giant model takes up six inches of that 12 or whatever foam, maybe uh-huh. too much. So I'm going with, if it doesn't fit into four inch foam, too big. L- Lay down. I don't care how, well, I don't care what you do to get in there. I don't care if you <laughs> magnetize it. I don't. It rip off its pieces and it, it divides into like little, like little pieces. And then the, the, each, each one has a little piece and then you, Put it together with magnets and stuff. That's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say its legs have to be on the base, like okay. Otherwise, it's really just gonna fall apart in your hands, possibly, and somebody's gonna uh-huh. pick it up and fall off. So most of it's got to be on the base, and it's got to fit in four-inch foam. Okay. I think that's like the breaking point. Otherwise, you transporting is too stupid. Okay, so your your big thing is transportation. My thing is just like playability in terms of like theme and what you expect on the the size of game that you should be playing yeah <laughs> and i'm just like it's too big for normal normal sized well i think for all, right. That level. all right so so for me in terms of that i would say it has to look like an army can actually be it, it has to be 25 percent of your army maximum Mm-hmm. And it has to make sense as being 25% of your army. In terms of how physically big it looks? Of how strong it looks. At, oh, and so, so, yeah. so my four-inch foam rule, if you've got 12 inches deep of foam for your army, that takes four. That's a third. 
four inches i think I, I don't know i haven't measured i think it's like 14 by 12 by 9 or something like that yeah so anyhow that comes in close to your mark just by <laughs> a whole chunk of foam yeah so much the army. Yeah. there you go so yeah whereas when you look at like a knight or a um what is it you say gargantuan they look like more that they look like they should be in terms of rules more than 25 percent of your army power yeah, they, they even though like technically in terms of power like it actually like the rules are 25 percent. the actual look of them is not so that's the problem yeah. all right two two different ways of defining it all right oh we oh, actually did so talk more did. about it even yeah yeah that's yeah. it oh we always yeah. okay wow all wow. right well we were managed to rehash that topic and I think bring something new to it. So it was good. Very good. All right. So uh, if you guys have uh, any questions you want us to answer, uh, give us a shout. Tell us uh, on uh, Dice Over Everything group on Facebook or uh, email us at uh, contact at diceovereverything.com. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>